You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to the Pride of Detroit postgame show. Uh, real nail biter there. If uh, I had any nails left, which I do not. I am a complete waste after that after that win as the lions escape yes we will use the word escape for the uh the 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 saints game for the lions to get out of new orleans with a win 33 28 after some after an unbelievable start turned into a downhill avalanche slowly being pushed back as the lions then really didn't touch the end zone again until the fourth quarter, thanks to uh, Jameis Winston. And thanks again to the New Orleans Saints giving up the game and really letting the Lions be able to put the finishing touches on everything. On what was an uneven game across across the board? I know the blame immediately goes to the defense, and I think a lot of the case here, it is on the defense as to why this game got to be as close as it was. There were many third and long situations the Lions simply could not contend with in any stretch of the imagination, and it continues to become a bigger and bigger problem for the defense to make these critical these critical stops to get off the field. It's also not helping that the Lions offense has decided that third down is also simultaneously their kryptonite in many cases. And the run game in which got them to such a good start started to get planned against as the Saints completely stacked the box against the Detroit Lions and ultimately is what forced the the Lions into... I don't know how to say this, but many down and distance situations that they just weren't good at. Pass protection remains something of a bit of a shaky issue. Frank Ragnow did leave this game and was downgraded to out, which meant you had a lot of the game with Graham Glasgow under center and Colby Sorsdahl in as a guard. Now, Colby, I think, is a very interest was a very interesting draft pick. However, I think we can all agree that at this point, he's not ready to see the field, and it's not something I think the Lions intended him to really be in this position to be starting, but injuries to Vitae and others have just forced him into this position. And it also hasn't helped that Jared Goff has struggled to make several throws here, and he finally got those one of those big-time throws near the end of the game, and it happens to be a drop by David Montgomery. Across the board, a lot of struggles, but you do have at least some hope in that Sam Laporta returns as a unbelievable weapon in a very slow but still effective day for Amon Ross St. Brown, who was covered very, very well by the New Orleans Saints throughout all of this. You also had Jamison Williams getting on the board there. It's going to count as a rushing touchdown for him. But again, we say this about Jamison Williams. That's the whole point of him is to be that positionless weapon 
And sure enough, he gives you the touchdown early in the game as a end around. And he remains very, 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 very fast. That said, I don't know how I feel about the Lions after this kind of a game. It is a road game, so it is always going to be tough no matter what. And I know a lot of Lions fans traveled to the Superdome, and they are probably responsible for trying to make this as much as they can into a home field game for the Detroit Lions. However, uh, the middle of that game just sits in my head and just really starts to turn the gears, right? Turns the gears and really struggles to figure out what exactly went wrong there. You let the New Orleans Saints start to get very comfortable. A lot of the pressure that was applied to Derek Carr started to really vanish. And ultimately, at the end of the day, only two sacks as the pass rush problems become worse. That said, at this point, Looking at this defense, I know every game is a measure on the career of Aaron Glenn, but ultimately, I don't know who you can trust as far as individual players on this defense outside of maybe Brian Branch to make those big plays you need to. And there was some messy, messy stuff especially trying to stop Alvin Kamara, especially trying to stop Chris Olave. I don't even consider the linebackers really someone I really trust in this. I think they played better, but we've also seen a lot of missed tackles from them. And Alvin Kamara ultimately just himself about over 109 yards from scrimmage, 119 for Chris Olave, as those two were the ones doing most of the damage against the Detroit Lions. And then there was a Jimmy Graham touchdown from yesteryear's past. Man, remember Jimmy Graham? Remember when he was the face of the tight end position? Remember when he was so electric? The Nike commercials, everything. I miss those days. It makes me feel sentimental for those days. The Lions are 9-3. and three. That is ultimately what matters at the end of the day. That said, I was hoping after the Packers game that you that they'd look back on the last four games they had played and think, wow, we probably need to tighten things up. We need to get things together. That's just not going to happen at this point. Part of that is a matter of personnel. I don't know what coordinator can really make guys like Jerry Jacobs and Kirby Joseph into better selves than they are right now. It is late in the season and the defensive backs for the Detroit Lions are severely depleted. A lot of the players that the Lions had been relying on early in the season just simply aren't there or they have declined pretty well. I was ready for the decline of the Lions defense. What I wasn't ready for was a complete 180 and in basically pretty much everything. The New Orleans Saints came into this game as one of the worst red zone offenses, and they were, for a large part in this game, almost unstoppable in the red zone. The Lions had multiple scenarios where there was three and double digits and the Lions could not figure out what really to do. Now, some of that was kind of hilarious in how it executed, but others was just sometimes from Derek Carr, just quick clean passes out there to to Chris Olave. And it's going to remain a problem. 
Five games now remain on the schedule, and the Lions, in my estimation, I think I had them going down the stretch four and two. The good news is this is one of the ones I was hoping they'd be able to get. But the issues you're starting to have are not just on the defense, but also on the offense as well. Third down calls are getting very bad. The Lions continue to have a script on the offense where even though they are seeing a team like the Saints stack the box to stop their run, they can't help but do short, short passes behind the line of scrimmage. And Jared Goff, with less pass protection, is getting more and more conservative and more and more iffy with his decision calling making, which is part of the deal, the package deal for Jared Goff. You knew that's who he always was. But the problem is, is that this late in the season, you also want a quarterback who can make those plays under pressure, under duress. And the Lions simply don't really have that. You really have to wait until a pressure cooker situation where all of a sudden Sam Laporta can come and save the bacon because Sam Laporta was one of the main targets here. St. Brown was targeted six times in this game, but ultimately just covered extremely well by the New Orleans Saints. But you would hope there's been some plays where we've seen Jamison Williams loose deep in the back and you'd hope he'd see him down the field and he doesn't. You would hope that the Lions offense can continue to make those David Montgomery up the middle runs work. But without Frank Ragnow healthy, that's just not going to happen. You need adjustments on the offense because, yes, while the defense is having a lot of problems right now, I just don't see those problems going away just given who the personnel are. The Lions should be more flexible on the offense because you are always going to win this game by your offense. Lions got very lucky on some of the turnover situations. Uh, I'm not sure how Derek Carr just didn't see that he didn't fumble the football. Okay, I guess. Sure, we'll go with that. And ultimately, putting Jameis Winston in the game is ultimately what helped the Lions win that because Jameis Winston can't throw the football. He can't read a route developing. He doesn't know what's going on. And ultimately, he did what Jameis Winston did best, which is on a fourth and six, he tried to look for Olave before Olave had even run the route and threw it dead. Lions able to take over. Khalif, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, Viper of Death being the one to help you nail this thing shut. You get the win. And ultimately, that's what matters at the end of the day. But we continue through every game to say the Lions need to start making some adjustments to really get this home because we're getting into the business stretch of the schedule here. You're going about to be going on the road against the Bears. You're hitting a Broncos team in prime time that's on a very good stretch for them, and they're trying to make the playoffs. And then you've got the, th the, the two of three against the Vikings with the Cowboys sandwich in between there. It's another win, and the Lions are 9-3. and three. They've met their win total from last year with five games to go. But the overall sentiment is, hey, when are you going to clean this up? When are we going to see the Lions ultimately playing at that level? We saw them playing at the start of the year where this wasn't such a struggle down the stretch when you were playing the Packers on Thursday night or the Falcons or the Panthers, where you could just sit on a team and dominate them by the tempo of your offense. 
because that's ultimately what's breaking more than the defense coming down to earth. And yes, the defense is the major, major, major point. The defense is playing like one of the worst in the league, but I don't know how many weeks we can keep saying that with me also saying, I don't know where that hope is on the horizon for the defense to get better unless everyone just starts playing out of their mind again. Rather, the identity of this team has been on their offense. Their offense just isn't doing well in stretches. You got out to a really good punch in the mouth to start this game. And then you just kind of drifted for about two and a half quarters. What I'm saying is in that middle period, the Lions offense cannot keep drifting. We'll have more on the POD cast later. This is going to be the do it for the Lions postgame podcast portion of our postgame coverage. Stick with us as we're live on twitch.tv slash pride to Detroit and on YouTube at pride to Detroit. Till until we get the POD cast rolling, we'll see you star side. Star side.